Hello, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is noddle. And first, I must say that I hope that all you Tudor files are indeed using your noddles and remembering all our delightful words. Have you asked your beloved to give you a toadstone set in a ring? Have you stopped a brabble between friends? Have you filched a sweetmeat from your cook? Indeed, I hope you have, for your noddle is your brain or your head, and I know each noddle of each Tudor file is far above the common. Noddle? How now, Tudor files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting! So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Thank you so much for listening. We've had so many downloads. We're just so pleased. And Tudor Files are an amazing bunch. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. Philadelphia, can you give us the spelling of noddle, our word of the week? It is spelled N-O-D-D-L-E, noddle. And noddle can mean head or the back of your head or the brain. We're using an example from Taming of the Shrew by our favorite, William Shakespeare. A play that's pretty challenging for a modern audience because of the notion of taming a woman and also calling that woman a shrew. It's called a comedy, but an entire play about beating a woman into submission does not seem funny to most audiences now. That is not what the play is about. It is about how Christopher Sly must be taught a lesson for behaving badly in a tavern. Are you talking about the same play, Philadelphia? I don't think that there's a Christopher Sly in The Taming of the Shrew. No, I mean, don't they all have Italian names like Petruchio and Caterina and Bianca? And it is set in one of Shakespeare's favorite places, his totally imaginary Italy. Yes, and there's a wedding bargain. You want to marry off the unwanted girl, and then the more desirable girl can get married. I believe I know the play. I know you do not know. If Taming of the Shrew is about some person named Christopher Sly, what is his role in the play? He is the lowly drunkard whom the Lord puts in his place. He's the one they do the Taming of the Shrew for. I'm not sure I understand you. In the play, within the play. I think Philadelphia is saying that the Taming of the Shrew is a play within a play, like Hamlet. Well, Hamlet's a good example, but Hamlet stages a play to accuse the king, but it's a very tiny part of the play. The Taming of the Shrew is a five-act entire play. But does that mean it does not need an induction? No, it needs it. It is perhaps the only time Shakespeare ever uses an induction, but without it, audiences will misunderstand the play. What is the induction? As the play opens, Christopher Sly, a lowly drunkard, behaves very badly in a tavern, and a lord decides to turn everything arsy-bursy by taking Christopher Sly to his own house, the lord's own house, and making Sly believe he is a lord rather than a lowly drunkard, and this teaches him a lesson. So this is the opening scene of The Taming of the Shrew? Of course! 
Then when Christopher Sly wakes, everyone pretends they are his servants and he is so befuddled and he denies he is a lord until he is told he has a lady for his wife. Once he believes he will have the chance to make the beast with two backs, he says that he is indeed the lord and asks where his wife is. Indeed, the chance to have carnal relations makes him throw any interest in honesty away. That's still pretty creepy. But the person playing the wife is a page to the Lord, and the Lord gives him all sorts of ridiculous instructions on how to be a wife, even to use an onion if the boy needs to cry. And then the boy dressed as the wife refuses to do his wifely duty for Christopher Sly and insists they watch the players who have come to perform instead, and the players perform the taming of the shrew. Oh, the induction is full of comedy, and Christopher Sly is a fool, and the play is a play being performed for a fool. And what happens to Christopher Sly? We never return to Christopher Sly, and of course there were audiences who did not like that we never found out what happened to Sly. So an anonymous playwright wrote a play called The Taming of a shrew and in that one the audience returns to sly many times and he speaks his thoughts about this and that wow well we've talked before about the sequel to the taming of the shrew which is also not by shakespeare and it's called the tamer tamed i mean audiences must have enjoyed these plays for there to be so many versions and a sequel i wonder when theaters stopped performing the induction as philadelphia calls it i don't know I shall tell you. As a time traveler, I know that after the restoration of the king in the 17th century, I stopped into the playhouse to take a quick peek, and the players no longer performed the induction. I guess that's not too surprising. I mean, there hadn't been any plays written in about 50 years. So after the restoration, they just took the ones they had and changed them into something that their audiences would enjoy at the time. Sometimes the entire intention of the play was different. So Philadelphia, how is our word of the week novel used in The Taming of the Shrew? In the play within a play, there are two sisters, Bianca and Catherine or Katerina. Bianca is lovely and kind and Kate is willful, sharp-tongued and a firebrand. Their father declares that Bianca cannot marry until Kate does. Bianca's suitors desire to marry her, and so they decide to find someone for Kate. Kate will not have it. She says, Efeith, sir, you shall never need to fear. I whiz. It is not halfway to her heart. But if it were, doubt not her care should be to comb your noddle with a three-legged stool and paint your face and use you like a fool. Oh, she would clunk him in the back of his head, that Kate. I believe it is the best way to treat an unwanted suitor. She's completely right. I now kind of want to see this play performed with the induction. It would be interesting to see how it would change the feeling of the play. I completely agree. Perhaps you ladies can use your noddles to become time travelers and see it in Shakespeare's Globe. So give heed, Tudophiles. Bring some 16th century source to your vocabulary with noddle. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Bye.